Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. It's December 9th, 2022. Let's talk about what I view as the line of the weekend in boxing. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, we all understand in the heavyweight division, and that's the crown jewel of boxing. Tyson Fury is backed in part by Frank Warren. He's backed in part by Bob Arum and Top Rank. Right? You understand. The king has his court. Those are the people behind him. Well, understand, Tyson Fury's in his mid-30s. Bob Arum is also backing an American who's 23 years old, who has a 100% KO ratio. And if you look a little bit deeper at that American, you're going to find out that Andre Ward's manager, James Prince, and his team is behind Jared Anderson. Right now, Anderson, explosive right hand. Right, he can throw that straight right from distance. He has ring coverage. He also has an explosive left hand too, and he's different than Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder, older with more fights, is measured. Right, Wilder will look at an opponent for a little bit. Even though Wilder has some spectacular first round KOs on his resume, including his recent KO of Robert Hellenius, Wilder in the ring is actually patient. Jared Anderson, when he opens up, is not. He's aggressive. He's in your face. The highlights look spectacular. Right? You look at him and you say, oh, this guy's the future. Now, because of the people backing him, he's had access that most young heavyweights haven't had. So, believe it or not, he's been in the ring, sparring with Tyson Fury. And, of course, Tyson Fury believes that he's a future heavyweight champion. I have his highlights from the best. Hansen God, a great YouTuber, puts out the best highlights I can find uh, more times than not. I have the Jared Anderson highlights in my favorites folder here online. You need to look at them. Understand, this is a different American heavyweight than Jermaine Franklin. Jermaine Franklin is measured. He's technical, right? He's in the pocket trying to counter you. Jared Anderson is the guy who kicks in your front door. In other words, he comes up and he starts throwing big punches, right? He'll open up with both hands. There's a certain youngness to him. If you're older, you might view it as recklessness to Jared Anderson. Now, what could go wrong? Why am I here talking about the guy Jared Anderson is fighting as the betting part of the play. It's because the gap 
and experience real experience, not sparring with the heavyweight champ, but actually being in the ring and having real fights against ranked fighters in this fight might as well be the Grand Canyon, right? There's also a wrinkle. I know Jared Anderson took out Tereskin, a southpaw, but Jerry Forrest, his opponent, the guy who I'm going to put a little bit on in this fight is a cagey southpaw with elite survival skills. So what do I mean by that? Now understand, Jerry Forrest is smaller than Jared Anderson. I would not call Jerry Forrest defensively blessed, right? He's more of the kind of guy who's trying to survive after he's traded shots with you, gotten hit with some shots, perhaps has gone down and gets off the canvas, right? Jerry knows how to survive, knows how to pace himself, but isn't defensively blessed. He doesn't see some shots coming, right? But I need for people to understand that the line here is preposterous. The odds always matter, right? Jerry Forrest, as I make this video, is going off at roughly a 15 to one underdog. You heard right, 15 to 1, right? An evenly matched fight is 1 to 1. Let's say you think a guy wins 2 out of 3. That would be 2 to 1. 3 out of 4, that's 3 to 1. Jerry Forrest is going off at 15 to 1. Understand. The over-under is preposterous. It's an over-under of three and a half rounds. In other words, if this fight makes it past the halfway point of the fourth round, you collect. Let's look at Forrest's resume carefully. His last fight he went the distance against Kubrat Pulev. Lost the match, but went the distance. Pulev, of course, has fought Vladimir Klitschko. He's fought Anthony Joshua. Right? He's fought Derek Trezora. He's fought countless people. Pulev has been a contender for a long time. Right? Understand that the fight before that he gets a draw, not only goes the distance, but he gets a draw with, in my opinion, one of the most dangerous men in the heavyweight division, Michael Hunter. The fight before that, he gets a draw, hits the canvas three times, but gets off the canvas three times and gets a draw against fellow Southpaw, Jean Gilly. You might recall Gili just fought an elimination match against Philippe Ergovic, the guy I consider the heir apparent at heavyweight. And he knocks Ergovic down with his offhand 
his right. He goes the distance, and there are many who feel he was robbed in the decision. Right? Understand, the people that Jerry Forrest has fought are ranked contenders. They're dangerous men. If you look at the Gili tape, it's interesting. Because the Gili-Jerry Forrest tape is actually a chess match. Gili has one of the hardest punches in the heavyweight division, his left. It's concussive. Right? Geely is a southpaw. So too is Jerry Forrest. Jerry Forrest is playing chess with Geely. He actually has the left blocked. One of the biggest secrets in the heavyweight division is that Geely, who knocked down Ergovic with a right hand, has knocked down power with his right hand. Right? It's Geely's right hand that gets Jerry confused and frustrated. It's Geely's right hand that hurts Jerry before knockdowns, right? Jerry, who's in his mid-30s. In other words, this is an experienced guy. Jerry Forrest is the definition of the KG vet, right? Jerry Forrest was prepared for Geely's left hand. Like Ergovic, he was not prepared for Geely's right hook, his offhand. Well, understand in that fight where a disaster breaks out for Jerry, it doesn't get worse in boxing than being knocked down three times early in a fight in which you're the underdog. Jerry gets the draw against Geely. He goes the distance against one of the toughest punchers, hardest punchers in the heavyweight division. By the way, before he fought Gili, he fought Tar Carlos Takam, another guy who's been in against Prevetkin, who's been in against Joshua. And while he lost to Takam, in that fight, he went the distance. Let's go further. You just saw Dillian White struggle against Jermaine Franklin. That fight went the distance. Right? There are many, myself among them, who thought that fight was razor close. Eddie Hearn, the promoter, thought that White had to show something the last three rounds to win the fight. And Eddie Hearn believes that White eked out the fight, right? In other words, the fight was close enough where it hung in the balance with just a couple of rounds to go. Well, understand, Jermaine Franklin fought Jerry Forrest. And that fight went the distance. And one of the judges in that fight gave the fight to Jerry Forrest, who lost by split decision. So, I see a KG Southpaw who's been fighting world-class fighters, who's been around the game, who has held his own against world-class fighters. Draw, Michael Hunter. Draw, Zhang Zhili. And I see him going off at a 15-to-1 
underdog against a young guy who hasn't fought this level of opposition and who only has 12 pro fights. Right? Understand, Jared Anderson is different than Alexander Usyk. Right? Usyk, an Olympic gold medalist out the gate, was fighting tough opponents. Jared Anderson has not fought this level of opposition. So, two bets here. And I know, 100% KO ratio for Jared Anderson. Huge puncher. We all want to find the next big thing. We see a young guy who's knocking out everyone, and we think that it's him. But boxing really, at its core, has a huge mental side. You can be the better athlete. You can have the faster hand speed, which Jared Anderson has here. You can be the bigger puncher. And understand, while Anderson is the bigger puncher, Jerry Forrest is known as slugger. Jerry Forrest's left hand is explosive. He can hurt you. He hurts Zhang Zhili several times. Right? Zhang Zhili is lucky to have gone the distance against Jerry Forrest. The problem is Forrest got knocked down three times early in that fight. Right? So, I view the over-under of three and a half rounds as absurd. Forrest has already gone the distance with Zhili. Forrest has already gone the distance with Franklin. Forrest just went the distance with Kubrat Pulev. So if you had one bet to make this weekend, and understand the risk is all yours because it's your money, but let's just say what I'm doing. I have the over three and a half rounds. Yes, Jared Anderson looks impressive on film. Yes, I expect Jared Anderson to win the fight. But I expect to win that bet. I like the over three and a half rounds. The second bet I'm making on this fight, and in part, this bet is possible because I expect to win the over three and a half rounds. Right? Anderson needs a lot of room, wants to extend his arms. A KG vet is going to figure out how to not give him the room to smother Anderson. To make it hard for Anderson to get leverage. Right? If Jerry Forrest makes it a small pocket, if he's not going backwards, if he's coming forward and he's crowding Jared Anderson, clinches him a few times, throws him off his timing, I think this fight goes several rounds. The second bet I'm going to make, again, it's possible because I... Expect to win the first bet. Is Forrest simply to win the fight? Right? Understand, when they're giving you 15 to 1 odds, they're telling you that a guy who got a draw against Zhang Zhili, who got a draw against Michael Hunter, who convinced one of the judges that he beat Jermaine Franklin in another fight where he went the distance... They're telling you that if these guys fought 16 times, Jared Anderson would win 15 of the 16. 
I'm sorry. I don't believe so. I believe world-class boxing is much more competitive than that. You're facing a KG vet. I'm just telling you, if these guys fought 10 times, I would expect Jerry Forrest to win at least three of the 10. Right? Significantly better odds than 15 to 1. Right? So, because the fight is mispriced, because the casino is giving Jerry Forrest a less than 10% chance, not a 30% chance, but a less than 10% chance to win this fight, I'm taking Jerry Forrest simply to win. But I need for you to understand the risk involved, right? The two bets are the over three and a half rounds and the underdog, the 15 to one underdog, simply to win. I'll be the casino's Huckleberry. I'll be the guy in line taking the big underdog. But I need for you to understand the risk involved. If the young phenom, who's 12 and 0, with 12 knockouts, comes out and destroys Jerry Forrest. Knocks him down early. And understand, Jerry was down early against Jean Gilly. If Jerry is down early in this fight, can't recover, and doesn't make it to the halfway point of the fourth round, you lose it all. That's the risk I'm willing to take. Let me hear from you, right? Understand, Jared Anderson is one of America's best heavyweight prospects, right? Jared Anderson believes he's ready to fight Dillian White. One of the reasons for the patience with Jared Anderson is the fact that his promotional team is already backing Tyson Fury. I understand, too, that at 23, Tyson already had the heavyweight title. Muhammad Ali already had the heavyweight title. Right? So you can imagine, this young guy feels that his time is right now. He also is looking at a heavyweight division that, at the top, has Fury and Usyk, but right below there, there's a lot of debate. Right? I feel Ergovic is the heir apparent. Anderson wants to fight Ergovic. Right? I'm mentioning names like Zhang Zhili, Michael Hunter. Right? Understand, young guys always feel that they could beat the old guard, the experienced guys, the guys who actually have learned on the job. Right? So the young guy has a chip on his shoulder feels he's ready right now, feels that this could be his time, has already sparred with Tyson Fury. The casinos, really not the casinos, right? Casinos are smart. Understand, the casinos calculate. The casinos just playing the public wave. The public is firmly convinced that Jared Anderson might be the next big thing at heavyweight, how else do you get 15 to 1 lines against a guy who has already gotten two draws against ranked heavyweights? 
I'm on the other side of the play. I see the talent with Jared Anderson, right? All you have to do is to look at the highlight video in my favorites folder here on YouTube. I see the talent. I also know the water runs deep in professional boxing. You have many extremely talented men who don't have the title, right? Jerry Forrest has been through a lot in the ring against high quality opponents. It's a mistake to think he's just gonna come out here and get knocked out in the first three and a half rounds. I'm expecting a chess match. I'm expecting a difficult fight. I'm expecting the young guy to get pushed. I'm expecting Jerry to do things to make it look like the young guy's not at his best, right? You see that Jared Anderson right hand, it needs space, right? It needs space. You also realize that Jerry Southpaw, no doubt has looked at the Tereskin film. Tereskin gets KO'd by Jared Anderson off one of these big straight right hands. And I'm sure Jerry is gonna be prepared for the straight right hand now that there's film on Jared Anderson, right? So I'm expecting a strategic match that goes longer than three and a half rounds. Understand too. Anderson throws punches, leaves himself open for counters. One man's opinion, right? Anderson is not the only boxer in this match who has a punch. You don't want to play fast and loose against Jerry Forrest's left hand. So I like the over three and a half rounds. I also like Forrest at 15 to one in a fight I think he loses, but that I think's mispriced. So I'll play the odds there. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.